Friday night here in the Tigers Avenue. Zach, what's up, man? I, I, I see a little uh, Luca sneak peek down there. Yeah, right down here. <laughs> I'll be super it. dad here. Yeah, I love no. it. I mean, what's new, Reagan? I always uh, same old thing. Same old thing. <laughs> man, same chilling. Yeah, we'll we'll see how long he chills though. So, <laughs> I mean, he's supposed to be taking a nap at five o'clock. He he did not. So I don't know. Um, Luca's in that. Lucas in that stage right now where he's just a happy baby. Like everything's great, you know. You know, he's in that he's in that chunky phase right now. He's just I mean, he's yeah. generally speaking, yes, he's pretty happy. Um, <laughs> we'll see how long it lasts, though. Uh, we'll see if he's happy with sitting here and listening to us talk back and forth. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, it, it is what it is. Tis the dad life. Uh, tis the college life. Uh, it is what it is. So. Um, all right, Zach, a uh, big weekend for uh, the LSU Tigers SEC home opener. Uh, we got the Hogs coming to Death Valley nighttime kick. I'm really pumped for this game. Um, as you can tell, I'm, I'm pulling a little reverse psychology here. Uh, rocking the red. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Rocking the red, working the reverse psychology. Not really. Um, that was not the plan, but that's what I'll say and go with. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a big game. It's a big game this weekend. Uh, you, you're following up a really, really dominant performance. And a lot of people after a dominant performance want to see it happen again. So how do the Tigers come out? Uh, and, and I guess you could say, keep the motor rolling, um, keep the engine pushing, uh, in the direction that we saw it was last week. Uh, you, you, do you want to see what are the things we want to see? We want to see the ball keep being pushed downfield to Malik neighbors clearly last week. Obviously, I mean, it is painfully obvious how successful your offense is and can be when we push the ball downfield. Yeah. Um, Zach, you got any, uh, here initial thoughts before we get started here? We're going to give you a preview. We have a special guest. I'll let Zach introduce him. Uh, we'll give you some TA tools for triumph, and then we'll hit a little around college football. Really, the first Zach big college football weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, big, I'm really excited about this weekend, big, which we'll get to in the last segment. Absolutely. Uh, just to start, yeah, I'm pumped uh, for for a couple of reasons. Uh, obviously, with our guest today, and uh, I'm actually going to be going to the game, Reagan. Surprise, surprise! I'm going to the game. Oh wow! Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> But a buddy of mine posted that he had tickets. He was giving away some tickets uh, on Facebook last night. Luke Smith, you know Luke. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, I saw his post. Yeah, so I hit him up, and me and Logan are going to the game. So I'm excited about that. Nice. Um, 
on a more serious note, before we transition here and before we bring on our guest, um, Reagan, we have we now know everything and uh, all the information that has happened with Greg Brooks. So I think we need to say, you know, our our thoughts and prayers to him and his family. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, obviously, uh, I can't imagine having to go through that situation. But what a trooper he has been. Uh, played in the Florida State game with with a tumor in his brain yeah. on his brain. O- over sixty um, snaps. Yeah, over absolutely. 60 snaps. And I mean, the dude's resilient. I know obviously has a lot of ties to Arkansas. So in doing this show, I know there's also a lot of Ar- – we've heard Sam Pittman speak out. We've heard yeah. a lot of Arkansas yeah. fans speak out and media speak out about how they're also – you know, ha- their thoughts and prayers to Greg Brooks. Um, obviously, Reagan, we're believers on the show, so our hearts and our prayers go out uh, to him and his family. You know, Absolutely. You don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, you don't expect to see him anytime in the near future. Probably not um, this football season. Potentially, he might be done with football. We don't know, but we do know that he told um, Brian Kelly that he was he was ready. Be, he was going to work to be back. So we'll see how all that plays out. Uh, but yeah, I thought I'd mention yeah. that before we get started here. Um, so yeah, I'm excited, Reagan, because. Um, we're bringing on a guest that I have a little bit of history doing, uh, some sports, uh, podcasting, radio, whatever you yeah. want to call it. So, uh, we, we've had, we've had uh, some of our friends in the past come on and join with us and discuss Arkansas because obviously me and you both have a lot of ties to Arkansas. Yeah, um, sure. but I don't know if we've had Mr. Blake Pittman on yet. Um, so to, to give uh, a little bit of context back when I was in college, um, they had a radio, uh, in the journalism department, they did radio and all that good stuff. And so we had all kinds of different shows and, uh, I was the station manager for uh, a year and a half, I believe, uh, whenever station uh, manager. Under. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Radio station manager, big, <laughs> you know, big title, big title, but, um, it, Hey, it gave me a little bit of experience for what we're doing now. Right. Yeah, and absolutely. so I did a show, a sports show with, this guy Blake Pittman that we're bringing on tonight and I'm really excited because man we we caught it co-pro and we always had you know an Pro. intro I'd be like uh, I'd be like I'm Zach and he'd say and I'm Pitt <laughs> it was great <laughs> it, was awesome. it was a fun time I'm pretty sure it was probably like the the show that got listened to the most there on campus because you know me and Blake me and Blake we held it down we killed it so Ooh. anyways without further ado let's go ahead let's welcome in Mr. Blake Pittman himself what's up Blake what's up guys Welcome we in, call, Pitt. We see we call we gotta call him Pit Dog, okay? Because that Pit is now. his official uh name. That, that was his name in college. So we're gonna call him Pit Dog on the show too. Yeah, I don't know if Pit Dog is very official. Well, you know, it, it is how it is. Blake, uh, we're excited to have you all, man, and excited to get to preview um, you know, tomorrow's game. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited to be going. Uh, obviously a, a big letdown this past weekend. I got, I, I got to watch pretty much the entire second half of that game. Got to say, I was pretty surprised, you know, especially with how quickly Arkansas started the game. I mean, y'all up 14, nothing, like just like that, right? Go down and score, pump, you know, get a three and out, punt return, yeah. take it to the house, 14, nothing, boom. And you're thinking, okay, here we go. This is a route. Um, but BYU strikes back. It was almost like I heard, I heard this earlier today. Almost seemed like it was a basketball game, like game of runs. Like just here comes Arkansas, fourteen. Here comes BYU, fourteen. Here comes Arkansas, ten point. You know, like just boom, 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 back and forth. So Blake, so far to this point, obviously Arkansas two and one. Y'all, 
the Arkansas team's not exactly where fans want them to be, not where the Arkansas media wants them to be right now. And now you've got to come into this big, big, massive matchup against LSU. You're a heavy underdog. you got to go to Baton Rouge. The odds, it seems like everything that could go LSU's way right now is going LSU's way heading into this matchup. And as we know as LSU and Arkansas fans, that typically means nothing <laughs> for LSU and Arkansas games. So, Blake, why don't you give us a quick, uh, you know, early preview of this game, what you're thinking heading into tomorrow night. Well, first things first, can we just talk about how big of a travesty this is being played now instead of in November, okay? It is like, different. Listen, I well, get it. for Arkansas you know, fans, I it's a travesty. I, mean. I understand that. I understand <laughs> that. It's, but – just this early in the season, you know, our SEC opener, y'all's home opener, it just doesn't feel right. Even if it's not in November, a right. little later in the season, it, it just doesn't feel right. But that's, that's weird here nor there. Definitely on. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I think I think Arkansas has to come out tomorrow and we need to start, start hot again. You know, and almost – I think in – Two out of three games, we've really had a hot start. Like last week, we talked. You talked about BYU come out, hit them fourteen nothing in the first four minutes of the game. Yeah, um, we're gonna have to come out and and put points on the board early. Um, if we look up and it's fourteen nothing the other way, I'm I'm not gonna like where we're at. Um, I think honestly, I, I think Arkansas has the players to compete. Like. I don't care who we're playing. I think we have the players to compete. It's can our offensive line hold up, you know, Sam Pittman offensive line guy. But so far this season, that's been our weak unit. Yeah. Um, you know, and y'all's defensive front is pretty solid. So how are they able to hold up? And then also on the defensive end, can we force a couple turnovers um, and apply the pressure to y'all? Um, our, 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 Run defense has looked really good so far, um, and can we hold y'all there as well um, and make y'all air it out to where neighbors has to have over 200 yards again, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, look, I, I think um, – I mean, I think you're, you're you're right on track with the offensive side of the ball. In terms of the defensive side of the ball, I, I mean, I've been impressed with, with Arkansas so far. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't say it's the, the – greatest obviously but right. the, the defense is really solid it, it really is and i would start with the defensive line uh, i mean it's a very veteran defensive line uh you obviously have landon jackson who is now a third year guy uh transferred from lsu uh getting older has had a lot more experience over at arkansas um and uh oh man i'm drawing a blank on the other guys' names, but the, uh, you have the transfer from Missouri. Maybe you know his name. Uh, who was an? All, I mean, he was all SEC at Mizzou. I'm drawing a blank on his name, yeah. but he was all SEC at Mizzou. Transferred to Arkansas, veteran guy. Uh, I mean, it is it is an older group up front, and as of right now, Arkansas leads the SEC in sacks. Um, so, I would say, uh, you know, on the flip side, we're going to see a challenge for LSU's offensive line as well. Um, and then, you know, you have the, the the veteran line up front, and then your your linebackers, both of them, uh, ironically, you know, Chris Paul Jr. Uh, and uh, the other cat, I don't, I don't know his name, but both of them are, their, are y'all's leading tacklers. Um, 
And so y'all's front seven, pretty formidable uh, um, uh, front seven for LSU to deal with uh, this Saturday. I, I think it will definitely be better than uh, State's front seven. Now, I, you know, I, I will give credit where credit is due. Jet Johnson is a great linebacker at Mississippi State. Um, but it will be a harder task to handle this Arkansas uh, defensive front than it was with Mississippi State. Um, a big, I think a big thing in this game that we saw, you know, was a, an obvious problem uh, against Mississippi State. When Mason Taylor is out, uh, the, the protection lacks severely at our tight end position, and it's solely due to inexperience. I mean, once once you get past Mason Taylor, it's two true freshmen, and those two freshmen allowed back-to-back sacks last week against Mississippi State. If Mason Taylor is not able to make it back, which Brian Kelly did say he was probable for this game, uh, so there is there is some positive for him being in the game. But let's say he he's not able to go. Um, how are the two freshmen going to handle a, a more stout front uh, when it comes to pass protection um, uh, to to open up a, a running lane, whatever it may be. Um, so it's going to be more of a challenge than last week against uh, than it was against Mississippi State, and I mean, let's be real. Um, I'm I'm not bitter at all, but Dwight McLaughlin uh, <laughs> is far better uh, than the state DBs. Uh, Dwight McLaughlin probably could have been, um, I don't know, day two pick if he'd have stayed at LSU, but. Um, anyways, uh, he's much better than the state DB. So we'll see, you know, how, how Jaden and the receivers do against, you know, a, a better secondary as well. That's going to be an interesting matchup. Cause he'll be, yeah. he'll probably be one-on-one with Malik. It most likely will be with Malik. I definitely, definitely will, uh, be looking to see where Malik lines up more often. Um, they really were successful with Malik in the slot. Uh, and that's not McLaughlin's typical uh, uh, spot. I mean, that would be the nickels. Uh, that's that would be where the nickel would defend. So, I highly expect with McLaughlin being out there for them to be putting Malik in the Back slot in the yeah. uh, pretty often. Uh, then you're probably going to see McLaughlin matched up with BTJ a lot. But when Malik is on the outside, it's definitely going to be McLaughlin. I, I don't. See why it wouldn't be. Uh, former teammates, that'll be a really cool uh, battle to see and, and see how that plays out. Um, but definitely a, a bigger test for this offense than it was last week. I really want to see how they respond. Um, Pitt, I mean, what what have been your thoughts of, of the defense? That, that was just kind of my brief rundown. Uh, you're going to know better than I than I will. I, I mean, what maybe what is their strengths? What has been their weaknesses? Um, right now, I would say they're – the defensive side of the ball is the better side of the ball for, for Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, but, but in terms of specifically in the defense, what have you noticed? Yeah. Like you talked about that, that front seven, I think that's where our strength lies. I mean, our, you know, our secondary is fine. I, I, I think they're formidable. Um, but I really think that front seven, um, they, they have what it takes to be, you know, to, to keep us in games, even yeah, if the offense comes out and struggles, like they're gonna they're gonna be ones maybe force turnover, just holding three and outs, whatever it may be, they're gonna be able to keep us in games, um, you know, barring injury. So I've been really impressed with the front seven. 
Um, now, obviously, we haven't had an SEC caliber opponent yet. Um, BYU, obviously, very solid last week. I, I was actually impressed with what they had. I, I was not expecting yeah. them to be as well uh, as good as they were. Yeah, um, they did play and, better than I thought as well. Yeah, it will get a we'll get a good kind of test, um, I believe, against LSU. You know, I think we've seen the past couple of years this game hasn't got out of the 30s in a total score. Like it's yeah. been, yeah. it's been low, close. So I'm kind of surprised we're. I think I, I last I looked we were 17 point dogs or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I feel like that. I feel like that's probably not going to get hit but yeah um i'm just a little surprised that we've opened that far that far down i think i think right now you know i think probably a lot of that is due to the fact that as we've we've discussed the offensive line hasn't looked great you're just coming off a loss with byu and you have rocket sanders who is probably not going to play in this game right who is who you could argue between him and KJ are your best threat offensively. I mean, it, it is between him and KJ. Right. Um, so, you know, not having Rocket Sanders, I think, is, is probably a large part of why that uh, why that line is inflated a little bit. Um, in terms of matchups, I'm really interested to see that front seven, as you discussed, against our offensive line. Because our offensive line dominated state, and Reagan discussed this. But I think LSU has to be – has to establish the run in, in in some sort of way. At least keep them honest. I'm not saying that that the run game for LSU has to be elite. I'm not saying it has to be great. I'm just saying it has to be good enough to where you can keep Arkansas honest and allow um, the the schemes the scheming offensive scheming for LSU to be more dynamic than just Arkansas expecting pass every time. Uh, LSU has to be able to run the ball even if it means continue to stick to it in the second half. And and, and, and as that defense is tiring, as, a, as that front seven of Arkansas is tiring, to continue to hammer the ball. I, I mean, for me, I think that could be one of the biggest things, at least offensively for LSU. Defensively, you have to get after KJ. I mean, you have to continue to get after KJ. We, Me and Reagan, Pitt, we have been harping on this with, the, with this LSU defensive line. Um, in the first two weeks, they did not do a good job of getting after the quarterback. And against State, they did. Against State, they dominated dominated their offensive line, and they were able to get the quarterback. They had four sacks against State. You have to continue that with um, with KJ Jefferson. You cannot give KJ Jefferson time. And when you do get him out of the pocket and you put him in a scrambling situation, you got to be able to track him down and get him down. Right? Maybe tracking him down isn't as hard as getting him down because Cage is a big boy, right? right. Um, we may be able to track him down a little bit easier. Getting him down is the problem, right? Yeah, so absolutely. He, he, he is really good at breaking tackles. He's really good at slipping tackles. So LSU has got to be poised to get into the backfield and to be able to contain KJ. Um, because as we have discussed, me and Reagan have ad nauseum almost, LSU's biggest weakness is their secondary. And so – in order to protect that secondary, you have to put pressure on the quarterback. If you allow him time to sit back in the pocket and go through his progressions, it, it, it could be a long day for LSU because KJ is one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC. I think he's arguably the best quarterback in the SEC. I think it's between him, Jaden, and Jackson Dart, those three guys. 
pick your poison, right? I mean, I'm biased, so I, you know, I'd probably pick Jaden. You know, <laughs> Arkansas fans probably pick KJ, and I wouldn't say they're necessarily wrong. You know, and as LSU fans picking Jaden, I wouldn't say they're necessarily wrong. Ole Miss fans picking Jackson Dart, I wouldn't say they're necessarily wrong. both. All three of those quarterbacks are playing great right now, along with Connor Wagman at AM. But KJ's a great quarterback, so if 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 his offensive line can give him time, which has been the issue, right, for Arkansas, you know, I think that's going to be a big thing. So defensively for me, LSU's got to get after the quarterback, and offensively they got to stick to the run game. Um, Reagan, where do you see – where do you feel like the mat, the biggest matchup is in this game? And then we'll go to Pitt after that. Biggest match of the game. I mean, in terms of LSU, I mean, that's – that obviously is my perspective here. Um, I, I really think – that LSU is going to have a big day uh, with our defensive line. Uh, the, the struggles that Arkansas have had. And also, I mean, Pitt, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I, I know two offensive linemen went down in that last drive. I don't know if they're back or or what that looks like. But if you have a, an offensive line that's struggling and now maybe some injuries they're dealing with, and oh, let's not forget Rocket Sanders probably isn't playing. I mean, you could make Arkansas one-dimensional really quick. Um and they're going to start having to heavily rely on KJ Jefferson. Let's say, you know, whoever their backup running is, running back is, I can't remember who it is. Um, AJ Green. Who, AJ, I was about to say, I thought it was Green. I, I couldn't remember his first not, name. Not the not the old Georgia wide receiver. Not the old AJ Green, right? Uh, AJ, I, I thought it was AJ Green. I just didn't want to say that then sound like a dummy. Um, <laughs> so you know, it, it, let's say AJ Green is just bottled up all night because you know he's not Rocket Sanders. Uh, then you begin to rely on KJ Jefferson to be your rushing uh, for for the whole game to to be your your the only thing that you use to rush because maybe AJ Green just can't get it going. Well, I, I mean, then I think LSU just puts a spy on KJ for the whole game uh, and and then force him to throw the ball uh, and, and just get after the quarterback. And I think if it gets to that point, it's going to be a really long day for for Arkansas's uh, uh, offense. They've got to – if Rocket ain't in, they've got to be able to establish A.J. Green to get him going. Uh, or or I think Mason Smith, who is now on his third game, uh, knocking the dust off or, or the rust off from the, the, the injury last year, is really going to get going. Makai has already been, been you know, dominating all season. Since the Florida State game, Makai has been good. Uh, Savion Jones really seemed to come into his own last week. Um, and, and I think – Matt House and uh, uh, this defense is figuring out what really works for them in terms of pressure and and, and when to send guys, when not to. Uh, they, 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 it seems like based on last week, they have begun to figure out their 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 formula. And if if Arkansas can't run the ball with AJ Green, it, it's going to be a long day uh, for for Arkansas's offense. So. For me, LSU's defensive front is is a big key to this game, a uh, big matchup. How, how is Arkansas's off- offensive line going to do against them? Um, now, I, I mean, let's say A.J. Green gets going. Uh, they, they establish the run game with A.J. Green. Uh, then it's going to be a lot harder to win this game because K.J. is going to be able to uh, – it's not going to be predictable, right? You can't just stare at K.J. when A.J. Green's been going. Uh, so you can't just leave a spy for him. Uh, and, and then you also have to make sure, okay, that, that they have the run established, so we have to respect the run. Oh, now there's a play action, and and they can throw the ball now too. So, and that's where our secondary becomes a problem, right? So, 
how how is Arkansas's offensive line going to do for their rushing attack without Rocket Sanders? Uh, is for me the biggest key to this game. Yeah, like, and I'll, I'll add this in. You know, we've kind of got a two-headed attack at running back right now between AJ Green and uh, Dubinian. There, um, kind of get two different looks. Um, we have had a we've had a hard time establishing the run so far, and I mean that's just all there is to it. So. Is KJ going to be able to step up and make the plays? Honestly, our our receivers have caught almost everything. Like, yeah. if it's if it's been a manageable pass, like we haven't had the drops that on some of these Arkansas teams in previous years. Um, you know, there were a lot of a lot of times that they would just drop it, and we haven't seen that this year. I've been really impressed with our um, freshman tight end. Um, I believe it's Haas. Um, he. Uh, he's looked really, really good um, coming in as a freshman. And so I think, I think he really could be a key part for us uh, and, and going out and kind of holding down that mid range. It seemed like since KJ has been QB at Arkansas, you know, the run's been established outside of this year and then KJ has been able to make the long throws, but that short to intermediate range has been where we've struggled. And so I'd like to see him um, really take control of that, you know, eight to 12 yards down the field, like just keep, keep the ball moving. Um, You know, if we do have trouble establishing the run, then let's, let's go to air it out and let's, let's spread out the LSU defense and give KJ even room to run, you know, out of the pocket. Um, So I think, I think you're on that there. You know, my thing is, I, the receivers have looked good. I want to see how they match up against your secondary um, about of this higher caliber secondary um, than what we've seen. I want to see, you know, are, are they legitimately the real deal? Um, you know, this true freshman Haas, can he come out and make the place against um, SC caliber um, defenses? So uh, I'm, I'm excited kind of for the litmus test uh, that's to come yeah. tomorrow. I think that'd be a litmus litmus test for for both LSU and Arkansas fans, um, because again, LSU they I mean they looked good versus State, but State just really I don't know why they 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 went away have gone away from the air raid with with under under our net, and I don't really don't understand why they've done that because you are one of the lower tier schools in the SEC, and so you're already going to get you know for the most part, beat up front. You're already going to have guys that are going to get beat up front for the most part, right? I mean, there'll be every, every now and then, you know, you'll have years where, you know, a lower tier school has a really, really good fronts and they're able to compete. But most of the time, those lower, lower tier schools in the SEC are going to struggle to win up front in the trenches. And so they have to have something else going their way, something else that they're really good at. And for for State, the past few years under, underneath Mike Leach, that was the air raid. And they went away from that. They completely went away from that and said, okay, now let's try to, even though we, we have uh, less talented players in the trenches, let's get our running game going and and beat them at essentially what we're not as good at. It, it just didn't make sense to me. Um, and so, you know, LSU didn't really get, I don't think, a true litmus test in the game versus state um, to see how good that secondary is. So I want to see that against Arkansas. I, 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 we know what KJ can do in the passing game. So I want to see what this secondary can do against a really good quarterback who can pass. 
Um, and part of me wants that offensive line for Arkansas to be able to hold up for him so I can see what this secondary has to do in one-on-one situations against SC caliber wide receivers. You know, hey, I agree. I mean, I agree. If, our, if, if, our pass rush, if our pass rush is able to get home and, you know, we're able to wreak havoc on him, you know, fine. You know, I, I would think LSU is going to take the game. But part of me wants to see this secondary get tested a little bit more. I mean, we, we saw what happened against Florida State. It was not pretty. You know, Grambling started started off rough, then kind of settled in, then looked good against State. Is that just because of how State ran their offense, or is that because the, the secondary really took a step forward? I don't know. We're going to hopefully we find that out as the season goes along. Pitt, I'll ask you one more question. And we, we've discussed a lot tonight and we've we've alluded to a lot of things and things we want to see and, and all that good stuff strengths weaknesses if arkansas is to come into death valley tomorrow night and to pull off the upset to get the win because i i mean you know they're 17 and a half point underdogs for a reason right if they're able to go into death valley and pull off a win what do they have to do in order to pull off that win what has to go right for arkansas um i, I know we've hammered on it we the offensive line has to hold up. Um, yeah. That's that's been our issue. It's forced KJ to have some turnovers. Like we have to establish the run. Um, like we talked about, the defense is fine. A, a little tidbit there with the front seven. I think we're actually holding teams to under two yards per carry right now on the rush. Like Dang. that that's, that's extremely massive. impressive. Um, really good. So can that hold up? Yeah. Um, but. We've got we've got to be able to protect KJ um, and establish some holes for the for the backs to get through. Um, you know, obviously we are missing Rocket, but Dubinian and Green are both very capable. Um, it's one of the areas that Arkansas is very blessed in. We've we've got a good running back room. Uh, obviously, we'd love to get Rocket like back, say. but <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, we. we that offensive line has got to hold up better and they cannot have the penalties that they had last week. That, that was what ended up costing us that final drive it's good for the opportunity to tie that. the game. Yeah. We, we cannot, if we go out and have penalty after penalty, like we had last week, we're not going to beat anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, offensive line holding up and, and playing clean, uh, will be, will be the only way that we can go into death Valley at not, um, so thanks uh, for that schedule. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, go into Death Valley at night and, and walk away with a win. So. I, I will say, Pitt, you know, so far, like you, you, you talked about, the receivers have had some success. Sorry, guys. But um, <laughs> the, the receivers have had some success. And so let's say, you know, the, the run game does get stuffed. I mean, there's other ways you can work in, you know, a, a run game. I mean, your receivers have been good, so let's let's run a couple screens and make that, you know, our proverbial run game. Like, yeah. uh, if, you, if you need three yards here, you maybe you run a, a screen. Uh, maybe you slip the running back out of the backfield and and you send three li- down, you know, send three li- linemen in front of them with a little delayed dump off screen, uh, you know, things like that. So you, you know. We can say all day long, well, if they shut the run game down, it's you know, you know, it's it's a done yeah. deal. It's not necessarily true. Uh, uh, well, thank you, Luca. Um, <laughs> it's not necessarily true because I mean, co- coaches are are coaching in the SEC for a reason, and they can scheme better things than just say, you know, 
well, the run ain't working. We're, we're just going to do away with it, right? Uh, they're going to work other ways into it. Yeah, he just yanked my cords. Uh, just yanked my carter <laughs> straight out. Uh, anyways, so, I mean, it's not completely hopeless if um, – yeah, McKenna, <laughs> McKenna, yes, Luca. He is involved in the show tonight. Nasty <laughs> and all. Um, it's not completely hopeless if the run game just isn't there for the, for Arkansas. We we would be ignorant to sit here and act like, well, if the run game isn't working, it's it's ball game. Um, so you know, I, I'm ca- I'm careful to say that. Does it help and benefit LSU if they're able to to stop Arkansas's run game? Absolutely. Um, but you know, we we don't need to just be like it's a done deal. It, is my thought on that because you can do different things to work that in there. I get that, um, and you're absolutely right. The The thing for me with our run game is bringing in Coach Pittman, who especially was offensive line and establishing yeah, yeah. that run. Um, you know, the offense, while some can just spread it out, air it out, you know, look for the screens, look to, you know, get the wheel route, whatever it is. Um, Arkansas, just in the years past under Pittman, have really relied on the run game. And yeah. so yeah. I, I, think it, I think it is key for us <laughs> – and it's going to help KJ ultimately in the long run, obviously, if we can establish yeah. a run game to go along with him. So Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, one, more, one more thing for, for, for Pittman. Uh, All right. Pit dog. Pit dog. <laughs> so uh, your last name's Pittman, right? Yeah. I mean, are any kin to, to Sam Pittman at all? I mean, any kin? Hey, I'm still trying to hunt it down, baby. <laughs> also, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm trying. A, <laughs> like on a serious, well, I, I guess a serious note. Um, if this season continues to spiral per se for Arkansas, um, you know they were quite unhappy last week. The, the fan base was. Are they going to start calling for his head? Because I mean, I like Sam Pittman, and and it felt like Arkansas had really, really embraced Sam Pittman and and loved him, uh, but. Of course, as football fans, we are well aware that boy, it can it can change real quick. Um, so, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, how long is his leash? I, I think he should have quite a long leash, in my opinion. I agree. I'm afraid that that is not the consensus of the fan base. Um, <laughs> I uh, I really think if you see this season start to spiral, um, he'd be on the hot. There seat. will at least be talks. Uh, that seat's going to get real hot real quick. Yeah. Um, my hope is if that does happen, um, we at least hate, hold off a year um, because, honestly, we have one of our best recruiting classes that we've seen at Arkansas set to come in next year. Um, and so I, I would like to see him get that chance. Uh, I mean, you're looking at a program that was a dumpster fire. I mean, let's just be very honest. The Arkansas program was a dumpster fire whenever Pittman came in. Yeah. Um, honestly, what more. he's done is, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna name drop, but yeah, uh, so. <laughs> it's okay. It, it, it's our show; we can name drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think it's impressive what he's done so far. Um, you know, is he who levels off the program? Somebody else takes us to the next level. I don't know. I know that's what a lot of fans hope. Um, but I don't know that we'll find anybody that embodies Arkansas the way that Sam Pittman has, yeah. um, and that really 
whenever he took the program over, I, I talked to some friends about this actually earlier this week, when he took the program over in the state that it was in, for him to be willing to do that, there were a lot of coaches out there that were probably offered the job before him that were like, no, I'm out. Yeah. Um, and so I think I think we need to remember that too. Um, I would like to see him at least, you know, get another year, even if this uh, year goes south. Um, I but I know a lot of fans are obviously going to be calling for him because of the offensive line issues. And if that's your specialty, like <laughs> we need to have that. Done. So <laughs> for sure, but we'll, we'll, I'm, I'm fingers crossed that um, we can ride the ship this year and we're not even having this conversation come the end of the year. But Well, look, it's, it's going to be a tall task for Arkansas and, and Pitt knows as, as, as well as I do. Like I, Outside of LSU, I'm rooting for Arkansas. I root for Arkansas when only every time they're not playing LSU because of all my ties to Arkansas and, and all my friends over there. But dude, they've got a brutal, brutal schedule ahead. I mean, the, hopefully these fans recognize games, that it's it's yeah, rough. and hopefully hopefully fans realize that. Like, yeah. it's just man, the next four games, I would not want to be an, an Arkansas fan. I just got to be honest with you. But let's let's go ahead and let's wrap this up. We got we got to get Pitt out of here. He's got to get to a football game, and uh, I see Luca's being a little restless. Uh, Pitt, let's get a final score prediction here. Uh, you've given us your thoughts. You, you've discussed, you know, strengths and weaknesses and everything. In your honest opinion, what what is your score prediction for tomorrow? Well, I can't give you my honest opinion. Um, so I'm going to give you a 24-17 Arkansas win. All right. All right. All right. right. He's loyal, baby. I like it. I like it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, all things considered, um, all things considered, this rivalry, uh, has, has always featured, regardless of who's good and who's not, close games. At times, you know, there's the one-off blowout. Um, but um, I don't know if we stray from the close game uh, this year. I think we get another one. I really do. Hey, Luca, you tell him the score. Settle down there for a second. Um, he try, he's trying to snatch the microphone. Um, I, I think it's a close game. I think it's a close game through the first half. And I think LSU pulls away in the second half. And I think the final score, I'm going to adjust it. I think I sent a text to Zach and a couple other guys earlier this week. I'm going to adjust it a little bit. I think LSU wins 35-24. to 35-24. Okay, not bad, not bad. So the line currently is at 17 and a half. So I am going to predict if I was a bet man, I I would predict that Arkansas covers that 17 and a half. Um, but I've I've got LSU winning 32 to 24. So we're we're kind of we're kind of all in that range. Seems like we're all near, you know, them mid 20s to high 30s, somewhere in there. Pit Dog's a little bit lower. He and honestly, Pit Dog may be end up being the closest one because, like you said, the last Few years, it's been really low scoring. You know, I think I think LSU's offense is too good um, to allow it to be as low as it has been the last few years. But we'll see. Uh, we'll wrap up with a few comments and then we'll take a break. We'll let Pit uh, Pit Dog go. Hey, Seabolt's in here. Pit Dog. Seabolt's in here. Seabolt. <laughs> uh, he's up? crushing over me and you. And he said uh, Arkansas thirty four, LSU twenty four. Hey. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, Ryan said, I'm predicting a score, but it's a close game within. Oh, he said, I'm not predicting a score, but it's a close game within 10 points. Um, Ryan also said, can KJ be effective enough by throwing and running to keep LSU off balance? Uh, again, I think as as Blake and, and us have hit on a lot, man, it really just depends on that offensive line. We're going to find out. All right, guys, let's take a break. Pit Dog, we appreciate you, man. Thank you for joining us. Nice uh, pit, man. It's been it's been a while Pit-dog. since we and you caught up. Yeah. And uh, Jason also in here, he says 34-24 LSU. Uh, Tyler said, just kidding, LSU by 21. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to find Texas out fans, this. Man. We're going to find out this Saturday. All right, guys, let's take a break. Pit Dog, appreciate, appreciate you, y'all. bro. Uh, yeah. Enjoy your time on uh, underneath the Friday Night Lights tonight. We'll All take a quick break, and then we'll be back right after this. Five-star hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem and at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. All right, we're back. And Ryan said, awesome interview. Yeah, uh, I'm really excited that we got to bring Pit Dog in here. Um, me and Reagan, we've got a lot of ties to Arkansas, as we have told y'all. Um, and so anytime we get to bring in one of our good buddies um, and to just discuss football and just talk football and, and hang out, it's, it's always a blast. Uh, I'm going to continue the show while Reagan uh, cares to Luca <laughs> and tends to Luca. He had, he warned me that uh, he might be a little uh, preoccupied, a little tied up some during the show. So if he gets back to us, we'll bring him back in. But look, guys, we want to wrap up really just with going around college football. There's a lot of massive, massive games this week. You know, last weekend it kind of felt like there wouldn't be a whole lot. And then you had a lot of games that ended up being pretty close and, and some ranked teams. Had some scare. We talked about Alabama, South Florida. We talked about Texas and their early scare against Wyoming. Obviously, Arkansas took a loss to BYU. Um, we had we had honestly some some games that ended up being really good. Colorado, Colorado State went to double overtime and and lasted to almost two a.m. in the morning. I mean, even though we kind of said that last week would be kind of a down week for college football, it ended up being pretty good. But this week predicts to be a really really good week in college football and so let's go through some of these massive massive games um that are going to be happening this week um and and really some 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 games that could really decide uh some things for postseason play potentially um i mean Ole Miss Alabama is gonna be playing this weekend obviously LSU's facing Arkansas if LSU is able to get it done against Arkansas this this Saturday night and depending on who wins that Ole Miss-Alabama game, either next week when you go to Oxford and play Ole Miss or a little bit further down the line in November when you play Alabama, you're talking about the West could be decided. I mean, literally next week the West could be decided because we have a huge matchup between Ole Miss and Alabama at 2.30 uh, tomorrow that could potentially you know, lead to – uh, who could who could win the West next week? 
whenever LSU travels to Oxford. So some massive, massive games, especially in the SEC. It looks like we have Reagan back. I'm going to go ahead and bring him back up. Reagan, welcome back to the show. Uh, I saw you were, you were getting uh, Luca down a little it's bit. Looks like there. you got that taken care of. Um, yeah, yeah. Reagan, discussing some games around college football this week. Obviously, um, it projects to be a lot better week than last week, although last week turned out to be a pretty decent week. Um, I've already yeah. mentioned Ole Miss, Alabama, and how no potentially you, know, you could be staring at winning the West right in the face next week whenever LSU and Ole Miss face up. I got to be honest, Reagan, uh, and I know a lot of our, our buddies here in Mississippi uh, are probably going to like this. I think Ole Miss wins this game. I understand it's in Tuscaloosa. You know, I understand that that Nick Saban is Lane Kiffin's daddy. I understand all that. <laughs> listen, um, and yeah, you, you heard me right. You heard me right. Jesse, Dawson, JP, all, those, all of our, our Ole Miss fans, we understand that Nick Saban is Lane Kiffin's daddy. But I think I think son gets the best of dad in this situation. Okay, I think I think Ole Miss wins this game uh, at two thirty on CBS tomorrow, and I think it potentially sets up for a massive, massive game next week in Oxford between LSU and Ole Miss, which I also will yeah. be going to. Um, Reagan, what's your prediction there uh, between Ole Miss and Alabama? Uh, yeah, real quick, uh, you may hear a little bebop and uh, music in the background. That is Lucas' current <laughs> entertainment. So, and you may hear him scream every now and then. Uh, I promise you, he's he's not hurt. When he's screaming, he's happy. You'll know when he's not happy. There's a big difference. Um, anyways, so Ole Miss, Alabama, mm, Zach. Mm, 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 mm. I think here's what I think. I think Nick Saban. I think Nick Saban is the greatest coach in college football history. Not even close. And tomorrow in Tuscaloosa, Jalen Milrow is going to get the start. And Ole Miss is going to get beat by two touchdowns. Two touchdowns? Ten points at least. I think they lose by ten points. Now, now I will preface this. I will preface this. I would not be surprised in the slightest, in the slightest, if Ole Miss won this game. So let let me throw that disclaimer in there. Um, if Ole Miss goes out there and dominates the game, I won't be surprised based on what we've seen. But I feel like we know Nick Saban better than that. Last week, in my opinion, Nick Saban said, okay, we got a quarterback problem. Let's see if we can find something else within somebody. Let's see if we can find this offense under someone else. Jalen Milrow, we lost last week. Media was very uh, scrutinizing of Jalen Milrow. Lucas, rejoicing in the Lord and LSU. <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> um, Jalen Milrow was very scrutinized. And I think Nick Saban said, okay, well, we'll see if we have anything else in anybody else. This is their game. We're playing South Florida. 
I do not care how bad it looks. Jalen Milrow is going to sit. We're going to find out what kind of leader Jalen Milrow is. And in the process, we're going to see if anybody else can run the offense a little bit better. And I think by a mile, Jalen Milrow is clearly your best option. Not even close. Not even competition. I do agree with you. I do agree with you there. Jalen Milrow is going to cause problems with his feet. Tyler Buckner is not that guy. Jalen Milrow can throw the deep ball and and nail it when their receivers get loose. Will Jalen Milrow make mistakes? Absolutely. Jalen Milrow is not that great of a quarterback, but he's their best option. I think Alabama plays the best game they have all season tomorrow. Okay. Tyler Booker, defensive lineman of Alabama, made a statement that they had a players-only meeting. Oh, boy. And they said that they've had enough, and they're ready for business. Last week was humiliating. Don't you dare for a second think that what happened last week is what you're going to see tomorrow. Don't think it for a second. Will will I be surprised if Ole Miss wins? No, but I think Alabama wins. Um, I think they win, and I will say they can win by at least 10 points. All right. I will say now, that defense is really good. The defense, defense is, is really very good. good. Yeah. And Ole Miss defense is not very good. No. And you're going to T-Town. So, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. I may be the only one saying it, and I'm okay with that. And you may be throwing tomatoes at me come Monday, and that's fine. <laughs> I will rejoice in the fact that Alabama absolutely sucks if they lose tomorrow by a (laughs) big margin. I will be just as happy as everybody else. But Nick Saban's too good of a coach. We got got some going each way. Jason said, I think he didn't find a QB and they still lose. Tyler said, I agree with Reagan. So, and Ryan said, amen, Luca, amen. He, he's, uh, yeah, Luca's <laughs> in the background having himself. He's not up crying. It sounds like he's happy. No, he's excited. Old, he's happy. Yeah, he's had a good old time back there. All right, Reagan. So, Ole Miss Bama, we've discussed that one. All right. You also have Oregon and Colorado at the same time yep. on ABC. Um, does the Colorado- no, 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 no. I, I thought Oregon and Colorado was at noon. That's, that's big noon. No, it's at 2.30 on ABC. Really? I thought that was the at, big news. Looking at it right Fox now. Thing. Looking at it okay. right now. Two thirty on a. Well, I guess There's I heard a wrong. A lot of really well, good two thirty games. Yeah, like everything. I'm hoping to watch on. that one than watch the Ole Miss game. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, Oregon and Colorado. Reagan does the the hype train uh, hit a little bump on the tracks um, against Oregon this week with Colorado. I think so. Yeah, I think so as well, and. I think it'd be a little bit different if if Travis Hunter uh, was playing in the game. Uh, which, by the way, uh, I know everybody's mad at that guy who took a cheap shot. It was it was a cheap shot. It it was uncalled it for. 
But like, again, these these kids are they're 18, 19, 20, 21 years old. They're emotional. It was a rivalry game. There'd been a lot of smack talk and heat of the moment. Heat of the moment. Took a shot he shouldn't have. A lot of other folks would have done it. There's no reason for throwing threats at the kid. I really respect Dion a lot for for um, forgiving him publicly and condemning people who uh, were were sending threats yeah. to him because that's just that's not right. okay. Just not okay. Uh, we football. There there are a lot bigger and better things than football in life. So we we gotta we can't be acting like that. Anyways, uh, yeah the the. It's going to hit a bump in the road. Uh, It's in Eugene, Oregon. Um, The talent level is a little bit unmatched. I I do think Shador Sanders is a great quarterback. I think Jimmy Horn and Xavier Weaver are great receivers. I think Dylan Edwards is a great running back. Um, But let's be honest, guys. Uh, The offensive line – uh, for Colorado, just probably isn't going to hold up against this defensive front for Oregon. I think Shador is running a lot. Uh, I think they have a hard time moving the ball because of that. And I think Oregon wins going away. That, that's my thoughts on the game. I, I wish Travis Hunter was playing in this game. I think it would be a little bit more interesting. Um, he's just that dynamic of a player. But it is what it is. We'll see how it turns out. Uh, you also have UCLA traveling to Utah to take on the Utes. Uh, Utah is a six-point favorite. This is the 2:30 Fox game. Uh, I've got Utah. They're at home. Um, I wonder if Cam Rising is back. That's exactly what I was about to ask. I wonder if Cam – maybe some of our listeners have uh, – That's exactly what I was wanting to – find out i'm not sure i haven't (laughs) heard or seen anything yet on whether or not cam rising uh will be playing let's see i I, I was trying to look at the latest update on him let's see i haven't seen seen anything on it four and a half favorite appears will return okay murphy yeah, it appears QB Cam Rising will return. It appears I don't know if that's fully confident. So maybe he's probable. Um, he's, so maybe he's probable. Probable. Brett Murphy's got that. So we'll see. Uh, uh, if he's back, I, I I expect Utah to win. Uh, yeah, they're at home. Yeah. UCLA is a good team. They're I think they're they're kind of a young team, mm-hmm. but I, I think I think Utah will win there. Um. Outside of that, I mean, you've got, you know, Texas Baylor. I think Texas is going to win that and going away. The biggest – another massive, massive game that's going to take place right around the time LSU is playing is Ohio State and Notre Dame. And I'll let you kind of take that reign because I know you you talked big about that. I think it was the last show. Yeah, I'm, I think Notre Dame wins the game. Uh, um, it's – correct me if I'm wrong, it's at Notre Dame. It is at Notre Dame, yeah. and uh, Ohio State is, is a three-point favorite right now. That game will be yeah. on NBC at 630. Yeah, I, I think Notre Dame wins the game. I, I mean, again, as LSU fans, they, they want to hate on Notre Dame because Brian Kelly is now our coach, and, of course, all the scuttlebutt and social media drama once Brian Kelly made the move to Notre Dame was quite dramatic, of course, uh, as it always is. But we need to look with um, clear vision and not our 
uh, purple and gold lenses, right, Zach? Uh, yeah. Notre Dame, in my opinion, has been the very clear better team this season. Ohio State really hasn't been tested, but Notre Dame really hasn't been tested. Um, however, however, uh, McCord for Ohio State, it's his first year playing there or, or starting as their quarterback, clearly is not the same uh, as it been, you know, has has it has been with CJ Stroud. Um it, it, it always looks like I keep up with their games because obviously Ohio State's always in the mix every year. Uh, early in the games, it, it's close for Ohio State with these teams that aren't that good. Sure. They pull away in the end, um, but that's just a, a a representation of talent just being better than the other team. You, you're just out-talenting that team. Yeah. Notre Dame, on the other hand, different story. You have an extremely veteran transfer quarterback in Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman looks like Notre Dame's best quarterback in a very long time. Um, he, he looks really good. Yeah. Um, their defense has looked solid. Um, so I am very interested to see how this plays out. Ultimately, though, it's at Notre Dame, and I think Notre Dame is a better team. I think Notre Dame wins. Um, and I think Notre Dame very much so is in the conversation this year for the playoff contention. Uh, and if they keep playing the way they've been playing and they beat Ohio State tomorrow, they're going to put themselves right in position to do so. Um, so I got Notre Dame, Zach. I, I have to agree with you. I think Notre Dame wins. I think it's a very tightly contested ball game, and I think they end up pulling off a nail-biter uh, in South Bend. Uh, outside of that, Reagan, I mean, there's some other big games. We don't have to, we don't have to go in-depth on these, but California yeah. and Washington, USC is traveling to Arizona State. Um, they they should dominate Arizona State because Arizona State's not good. North Carolina <laughs> travels to Pitt. That's a a close you know close line seven and a half. Uh, Iowa uh, travels to Penn State. Penn State's looked pretty good. Let's see how they look against uh, the best opponent that they have faced so far in uh, um, Iowa. Um, so some some good games that are going to be on this weekend. And my, as my watch absolutely my watch is telling me about Ohio State <laughs> Notre Dame. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think for, for LSU fans, you know, Florida state's also traveling to Clemson, uh, Florida state's two point favorite. That, that's another one I haven't yeah. mentioned, but that'll be a yeah. good game as well. Um, so a lot of really good games this weekend, Reagan, I think you'll start to see teams separate themselves as far yeah. as, all right, who's the teams that's who are really in contention for a college for sure. playoff. For sure. We're going to start to see some separation this weekend. Yeah, no doubt. You're you're starting to see the real test. You're getting into the conference play. Um, the next two three weeks are really going to be uh, looking towards the shaping of how this is all going to play out. Um, so big weekend in college football. Really looking forward to it. LSU in Death Valley tomorrow night. I think the Tigers keep rolling and they set themselves up for a big game against Ole Miss. Go ahead, Zach. I need to say one more thing before we wrap the show up. I tweeted this. I don't know if you saw it, Reagan, but I tweeted this before on my way home um, to get ready for the show. You know, at you know during the game, we always, you know, when you get to the fourth quarter, everybody holds up the four, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm going to be there tomorrow night, and I tweeted this. And if you're watching, please go like and retweet my personal tweet that I tweeted out. I I, I retweeted it from Tigers Avenue. If you don't follow, got a couple retweets account. already. Yeah, I, I I fully would love to see this happen. Um, because obviously, as LSU fans and as just human beings, we are showing our love and support towards Greg Brooks. Um, to start the third quarter, instead of us holding up the fours before the fourth quarter, I think we should hold up the threes before the third yeah. quarter in yeah, support yeah, yeah. of Greg Brooks. That would be awesome. I think that would be, be awesome to see all of Tiger Stadium just with their hands in the air and with the three holding up the three uh, with their love and support uh, towards Greg Brooks. I, I'm going to be there, and I when we start the third quarter before the kickoff, I'm going to be holding up the three. I, I might be the only one in the stadium, but hopefully – Get everybody else around you to do it. Yeah, get we're gonna get everybody around us to do it. So, um, I, I would love to see that. So, guys, if you're listening, Tigers Avenue fans, LSU fans out there, if you're I going to the game, right? if you got yeah. friends going to the game, let's let's hold up the three in support of Greg Brooks uh, before the start of the third quarter, uh, coming out of halftime. Yeah, I think that would be a great gesture, and, and awesome. I think it would be a great moment for Greg Brooks and showing support for him. Uh, obviously, what has happened is just absolutely, you know, stunning. Um, and we we hope for the best with these results on this tumor. Um, uh, what an absolute competitor, though, for him to go out there and play two games, three – well, no, two games, with literally with a tumor on, on his yep. brain. I, I mean, yep. uh, he was dealing with vertigo and, and telling people, you know, I've been dealing with some dizziness in the offseason, been working on that, trying to get that – you know, come to find out, you know, he has another episode in the half at halftime and gets scrambling, and they're like, okay, we really need to get this checked out. Um, so just heartbreaking uh, for him. And obviously this is his last year of eligibility. Uh, it's potentially his last year to play football, and then this transpires. Just hate it for him. Um, so, you know, any love and support for him uh, would go a long way, you know. So prayers up for, for Greg Brooks for sure. Um prayers for his family um and we we hope the best for him uh and hopefully lord willing you know uh, a quick recovery and 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 healing so all right guys it's been a great show big game tonight tomorrow night in death valley looking forward to it been a great uh episode for have Pittman in zach uh, uh, love, love that interview we always got some good arkansas input uh and, and some the the other side for arkansas um Man, maybe they maybe they pull it off and pit dogs ride 24-17. Maybe he's a prophet. Maybe I hope he's, he's wrong. I hope he's I hope not. not. <laughs> but no, go Tigers tomorrow night. Uh we'll look, we'll look to see how the, the Tigers respond from the dominant win last week. And we'll be here on Monday to recap it all. We'll see you next time here in the Tigers Avenue. Bye, so Hero takes out. Peace.